Speaking of uh, things like that, speaking of the Maximals, it's uh, the Netflix redeco of War for Cybertron Cheetor. So his colors are more accurate to the original toy. War for Cybertron Cheetor had like powder blue bits instead of dark blue, like the original character. It's fucking powder blue. Yeah, the cobalt blue looks better. But even his little like tail whip has got that cobalt blue. No, this one doesn't. It also doesn't have the blue on his shins, which that kind of, I thought was kind of odd. Oh, I did, yeah, I know. thought something was covering that, but no, that's his little foots that fold up. The cobalt blue is is interesting, but it's weird that they didn't put it on his little, on his shins. Cheetor, what have you done? Got a new paint job. See, it was sky blue before, but that's for queers and steers. <laughs> but that's too gay, so. I went cobalt blue. That's a real man's color right there. Hey, Rhinox, uh, you know, knowing the differences in, uh, the slight differences in blue is, uh, kind of gay. What? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. I like to be educated, all right? My ex-wife was an interior designer. Ain't nothing gay about that. Too much energy. Hooray, you're Silverbolt. Blah blah, Beast Wars once and for all. Cheetor, what have you done? I am giving this episode no energon. What yeah. are you, a Quintesson? This is no energon. Fuck it. I I can't. Sigma you balls, Gary. Sh- <laughs> Ox. Yes. Welcome to episode 91 of Too Much Energon, the podcast where we talk about Beast Wars shit and talk shit about Beast Wars. Coming to you live from a mysterious floating mountain somewhere hidden on planet Energon, I'm the Siege, one of your hosts, a guy whose voice cracked for some reason while I was delivering that spiel. <laughs> and I'm your other host, NeoCal, precariously balancing um, next to a waterfall on a cliff out in the middle of nowhere. That sounds mighty dangerous, my dude. Well, you know, sometimes um, life uh, finds a way, and sometimes Axelon balance on waterfall. I I don't know. <laughs> uh, so what you're saying is eventually uh, someone is going to have to jump into a makeshift submersible to come and rescue you from the depths of the ocean. Yeah. That's exactly I forgot about that, but yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what we're saying. Uh, space is kind of like the ocean. Uh, space is kind of like the ocean in the way that uh, the outside you need to be uh, you need to be airtight, and the outside world will kill your ass. Uh, it is. I believe astronauts actually practice um, uh, spacewalks in swimming pools. Yeah, they do because um, uh, you can achieve with like the right equipment you can achieve like a, like a zero g effect yeah, it's to get yeah. that disorienting feeling uh getting used to it um speaking of uh disorienting feelings and getting used to things uh i bought a car i don't believe you i did i uh and if i'm anyone... lying i do believe you because i saw it <laughs> if anyone uh, <laughs> listening is like so uh this is kind of noteworthy because i haven't owned a car for like 15 so years. think you're cool now <laughs> it's not even a great car either i bought a 2004 uh sunfire with uh, uh some damage to the body but it runs great and it's great on Bad. gas and it also has a couple of uh uh chrome uh autobot decals on it that's right um, that they came of... with it, coincidentally. <laughs> Fifteen bucks on Amazon. I have them placed on uh, places where, if my car actually was a transformer, where the Autobot insignia would be. I got it on the front of the hood and on right in the middle on the back, like above where you put the key in to get to the trunk. Nice. And it's a yeah, it's a little red car, and uh, because it's a little red car, I named it Cliff Jumper. Nice. Yep. So uh, I remember um, when we watched the um, 
the Transformers movie, or, or rather Transformers the movie. Um, Classic. Cliff Jumper actually races around like a cliff in that movie, and he's like fighting um, sound waves like flying, or they're chasing Ravage, or I can't remember, but I, I, I remember he had a little part, and he was actually racing around. Cliff Jumper uh, was on Moonbase One with Jazz, so he was on the, the oh moon that got, uh, cr- the first moon that got crunched. Okay, I'm thinking Hot. of someone else, another car racing around there. Uh, you might be thinking of Hot Rod and Cup when they race around in the Sharktacon pool. Me- yeah, maybe. It's been a maybe. it's been a hot hot minute since I've seen that movie. It's been a hot minute, and it's uh it's been a hot summer. Uh, so to address, speaking of which, to address the elephant in the room, uh, we haven't done an episode for a couple of weeks. Uh, reason why, uh, ungodly heat wave has been going on in uh, our neck of the woods for the past couple of weeks. Uh, mm-hmm, it's starting mm-hmm. to cool off now a little bit. So here we are, born to be kings. Back. Uh, Arpanox of the universe. <laughs> <laughs> back. Uh, back at it so yeah that's that's why there hasn't been an episode and uh just to get it out of the way too there's not going to be an episode next week because i'm going camping so uh, i want to go camping yeah i'm going camping on a little place called uh, newcastle island in uh, nanaimo british columbia's harbor nice. so uh, yeah if you're listening to this and you want to stalk me that's that's where i'm going to be in uh, uh in one week's time there you go stalk him look for the red sunfire well, uh, get an autograph. Get an autograph. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look for the red sunfire, actually, because uh, well, you can't uh, you can't drive on Newcastle. There's no cars. Oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's, uh, it's walk on. Uh, the uh, there's hardly any buildings on the the island. There's like one main building that has like an ice cream shop. Oh, all and, that's all you need. Yeah. Uh, the only vehicle to speak of is like uh, there. There are a couple of dudes who like bomb around the island on golf carts, uh, asking you if you want to buy firewood. Oh, that I know. I know that. Uh, as soon as you mentioned the dudes on in golf carts asking if you want to buy firewood, yeah. I was like, "Wait, I've been there." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a. Uh, uh, it's we call it Newcastle Island. Uh, it's actually a First Nation. the The island is owned by a, a local uh, uh, First Nations tribe, and it has a, another name in their language and I'm not sure what it is, but anyway, that's where we're going. Cool. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. It's my favorite place to camp and I haven't, uh, haven't been camping there since 2019 because well, a little thing happened, uh, between 2020 and 2022 that nobody uh, knows, but kind of got in the way of, uh, of traveling and camping and all that fun stuff. The so economy collapsing. The, the that, economy collapsed. Just that and nothing else. <laughs> just that and nothing else. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> well, actually, maybe it was also uh, 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 Megatron uh, re- unleashing the key to uh, uh, Vector Sigma Balls. That's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah, we'll go the with maniac. that. <laughs> the maniac. He blew it up. Anyway. He blew it up. This episode 91. Of too much energy on, and this week we are talking about Transformers: War for Cybertron Earthrise, Chapter Three. We're uh, we're three. we're uh, on the the midway point of the uh, the second part of the War for Cybertron trilogy, a trilogy in three parts. Yeah, in this case, a trilogy in eighteen parts. Sorry, the episodes. way the way God intended. Uh, <laughs> The way Primus intended, Dan. The way Primus intended. So uh, we got away from um, the uh, the uh, 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 what was the con with all the heads? Oh, the Quintesson. That was the uh, Quintesson. Dezius, I think, was was its name. And Dezius lobbed off all the other heads and took control. And yeah, forgive us, folks. It's been a few weeks. <laughs> yeah, it's like Decius. Yeah, and um, she's like, they're like Decius, you won't get away. And she's like, ah, Decius, these nuts. I, I Decius, <laughs> um, these nuts. And they they slunk away into the uh, the darkness. Um, and now we're the with the Autobots again, and they're 
they're going after the AllSpark. Uh, but the thing is, it's very far away. Yeah, so the, the episode opens up with uh, outside of the, the arc. So Transformers can straight up just live in space, apparently. Yeah, they don't need an atmosphere. Yeah, uh, so... They probably need an atmosphere for certain uh, functions on their planet. Yeah. Right, maybe. like a combustion? Yeah. To an yeah. extent, right? That would make sense, yeah. Yeah, but um, jet thrusters and other things that use internalized fuel could could work in space for a while but yeah right. he's just chilling out there on the hull yeah optimus prime he's standing outside on the hull in uh, uh on the hall of the ark in... i've been waiting for a prime moment like this so we're used to primes and primals like kind of having some existential <laughs> alone or like, time <laughs> or like a velociraptor like looking up at the moonlight quoting shakespeare <laughs> yeah <laughs> Hopefully we'll get that. <laughs> I know I said this a long time ago, but like, can you imagine just um, just randomly catching, not knowing anything about Beast Wars, and being an adult too, randomly catching an episode of this show where there's a talking velociraptor looking up at the moonlight, quoting Shakespeare. Somebody listening to this, at, in the very least, um, has to know what we're talking about. Dinobot from from Beast Wars, and we're, undoubtedly, this isn't yeah. even an inside joke. No, like, <laughs> <laughs> that's just something that happened in the show. <laughs> that's just something that happens in uh, in Beast Wars. Sometimes you get episodes uh, where Rhinox farts, and then other times you get Velociraptor. <laughs> <laughs> Velociraptor before Velociraptor. He is the original Velociraptor. He's OG Velociraptor. Yeah, yeah. I, should, uh, I must have made that joke at one point. I'm sure we, I'm sure. Uh, 100%. Or both 100%. Of us. Uh, we, we should definitely make a meme of uh, Dinobot as Velociraptor. We should. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll leave that to you because that's more making, making memes is more uh, di- uh, making memes of the, the dank quality. Is, making uh, memes and stealing memes. <laughs> Is uh, more it's more up my alley, <laughs> more up your alley than mine. So uh, Prime is outside at the Ark, uh, and Bumblebee like shows up, and Prime finally like admits he's like, "Hey, I kind of fu- when I did that whole thing of throwing the Allspark like into the space bridge and killing Cybertron, yeah, I kind of fucked up there." Not and- gonna lie, bro, bad move. <laughs> And uh, Bumblebee is like, no, no, it, no, it's you did what you had to do, Prime. And Prime's like, no, no, I legit fucked up, like full hundo percent, like full hundo rotundo. Yeah, and um, Bumblebee's like, well, well, I, yeah, but all you can do now is like, I'm like, make it better, right? I, uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, and w- we'll do it together. And Prime is like, together. Does that mean you're an Autobot now? As he scratches his chin. And the camera like pans down and it shows an Autobot symbol on his chest. And he's like, just got new ink yesterday, big butt. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Rat- uh, Ironhide got, old, got, old, got out the old tatty gun and uh, did some work on me for free. Think yeah, of he it said that uh, he, he learned in prison. <laughs> a homemade tattoo gun with like a guitar wire and a discman motor yeah (laughs) which actually uh on my if you're watching the video version you can see i have siege tattooed on my arm i got that when i was 15 uh made uh, done by a dude with a homemade like prison style tattoo gun (laughs) I must have noticed that at some point. There's no way I'm just noticing that now. <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh, uh, if you're just listening to the audio version, it you're not missing much. It's a very shitty tattoo, but it it's my first. Damn it, and it's my name, the Siege. That's right. One of your hosts. <laughs> you got it. Uh, so so uh, uh, yeah, Bumblebee joins the the Autobots like officially. Like, yeah. w- once you get your gang tats, like you're in it for life, dog. For, <laughs> I'm trying to do the NW. For oh, life. for life. Yeah, I was like, yeah. What's the? How does it go again? 
<laughs> I was halfway there. We with our powers combined, I did the hang loose symbol. <laughs> or the uh, inspector gadget phone. <laughs> go go gadget phone. Go oh, go and, gadget uh, cordless phone. <laughs> oh, and Microsoft OneDrive told me that uh, one just told me that one year ago today I bought the uh, 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 Walmart exclusive uh, Beast Wars reissue Cheetor figure. Thanks OneDrive. Thanks OneDrive. Oh, where would I be without you? Speaking of anniversaries, uh, I was kind of hoping we would have been able to record last week because uh, time of recording it is Monday. August 8th and uh, August 1st. So last Monday was August 1st and August 1st was the two year anniversary of the release of the first uh, uh, episode of too much energon. So I was hoping we would have been able to record that day, but it was just, it was too fucking hot, man. Yeah. Hot, too hot. Midday was like one didn't work out too much heat. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, we've been doing this for two years. How about that? Yeah. How about that? Here's to two more. And look, I'm barely, I've barely aged a day. I tried to raise a glass, but then my, I'm not even holding a glass. What am I saying? I'm holding a can, but it disappeared in the, <laughs> in the zoomies. Like it the, disappeared. Like the motherfucker it is. Anyway, so uh, Prime and Bumblebee go onto the bridge of the Ark, and uh, I think it's Ratchet is saying that. Hey, so the Decepticons may have destroyed all of the space bridges on Cybertron, but there are still a bunch of them out in space. And there's this one over here that's still active. And they're like, why is it still active? Maybe the Decepticons left it on. Prime's like, we should go investigate. And they're like, hey, now, if we go and investigate, we only have enough Energon to go there. So this is kind of a, a one-way trip if we go there. Because then after that, uh, we're out of Energon and kind of dead in the water. And Prime's like, well, let's hope when we get there, we'll find some more Energon. And that's it. They they agree to, they're like, okay, well, all right, bud. You haven't steered us wrong yet, Prime, with anything you've done. Like, 98% of, like, Cybertron's inhabitants have been dis destroyed or, like, their souls stolen. Yeah. I, see, I've got a way bigger problem with what Megatron's doing because, correct me if I'm wrong, we went into the philosophy a little bit, but he's taking their sparks. Yeah. And he's using it, he's, like, uh, energy converting it into matter, and he made the nemesis and powered the nemesis uh, with their sparks. With their sparks and the raw materials from their bodies. And the raw materials from their bodies. That's like not letting your spark return to the Matrix. Yeah, that's uh, that's killing it forever. That's... Although, that's like... <laughs> also, this is kind of like, you know, um, uh, what was it? Like the Nazi... Like, didn't let some of the Nazis, like, make furniture out of, like, human skin and stuff like that? Oh, probably. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know... Um, serial killer ed gein did that too but uh but but yeah the making the nemesis out of like the parts of your dead soldiers like that's kind of the transformers equivalent to that yeah they can't use the the planet it, it's like they're just the biodome junk, the... Yeah, there's junk everywhere there's junk all over yeah there's the junk everywhere a breakdown madison square garden like <laughs> come on my, guys my, my point is that it's really really ghoulish yes yeah. And uh, take if you imagine because they're, they're living beings, if you imagine uh, this is Earth and these are all humans. Yeah. And it's a lot more disgusting and, and ghoulish. Well, yeah, that's what's going on here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so at this point, what are those big giant guys? The protectors of Cybertron, but only one of them intervened. The guardians. What the fuck are they doing? Get off uh, your fucking ass and stop Megatron, you losers. Uh, Everyone's dead. Well, Omega Supreme did interfere, but he kind of just disappeared. He, did he, he die? Showed, did he peace out? I <laughs> He showed up in the last episode to advertise the Omega Supreme uh, Titan-class toy. And then he peaced I, out. I, he was like, like, my work here is done. I stopped Megatron. 
Kind of like a certain uh, uh, Titan-class toy who also just shows up and fucks off in the penultimate episode of Kingdom. <laughs> we'll get oh, to that eventually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So back on... Um, toys. Damn it. <laughs> what do we uh, we got? We're back on uh, Cybertron. There, there, there's... Um, okay, so the, the B-plot of this episode... Yeah, it, let's just go through that. The, the B-plot of this episode involves... Uh, uh, Elita One and Jetfire and their ragtag group of deceptic former Decepticons, including Scrapface. They're kind of doing some some bullshit. It doesn't really ma- like it has no bearing on the. What plot. they're doing is they're hiding from, uh, the flying dudes, Seekers. The Seekers. They're, yeah. they're hiding from the Seekers. They're jumping down. Um, Decepticons want to fight, and right. they're like, "No, we only have one Haven left." Right. Jetfire has to clean up the mess for like the 19th time in this freaking show and chase yeah. after the Seekers. And it's like, did you get her? And he's all like, well, hopefully I shot her down. But I'm not even sure who they're referring to uh, before she sent out the signal. One of, one of the purple Seekers that flew one, overhead. One of like the 17 purple Seekers that have died on, <laughs> on the show. Uh, I I got something uh, to when we get to meet uh, Scorpionok and his battle with the Autobots in a bit. Uh, I got something to bring up on that account. The last Scorpionok. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, you have something to bring up about that? Uh, uh, in terms of like reusing character models. Okay. How many fucking cogs, like cogs, does he destroy in that? Battle? Oh my! Thank <laughs> just you. Name, and I'm like... Just nameless like redecos of cog. And not only that, even in, the subtitles, um, even in the subtitles, it just refers to them as Autobot in Brian. All the Decepticons, all the Decepticons um, are just um, like the purple and like white kind of ones are just uh, redecos of um, uh, Trash Compactor, <laughs> uh, Impactor, aren't they? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Or Bomb Scar back. or whatever. They're, they're all basically the same. Like, <laughs> well, remember in, uh, I think it was uh, the last episode of Siege. I mentioned that the that Megatron's like entire army of Decepticons were all just redecos of Refractor. Yeah, he just had an army of Refractors. Yeah, and that's what's going on here. All the Decepticons, beside the ones with scar, the scars on his face, he's got a special name, but he, he just looks like all Scrap the face, yeah. He, they all just look like Refractor. Yeah, Scrapface is just Refractor, but purple and white. With, with marks on his face. Some scars, yeah. I'm not wrong. <laughs> no, no, you're not at all. Um, and indeed, in, in, in the battle with, uh, with when the Autobots are fighting uh, uh, this big-ass Scorponok dude... Uh, just a bunch of cogs. <laughs> just a bunch of cogs, and they're the, they're, they're the red shirts in that scene. Yeah. And he straight up kills them. Like, he impales one, he picks one up, rips and like... Rips them broke, in half. Rips it in half. He whips he, one he, so hard across the, the, um, the big... Uh, like chamber that they're in they just they just explode yeah <laughs> i'm like jesus wait who are these guys <laughs> i'm like and oh, you hey. know going into it based on all of these like nameless autobots that are with them you're like oh okay there's some red shirt action coming coming out <laughs> some blatant blatant red shirt action going on uh but anyway so the the stuff going on with on cybertron with elita one and jetfire and the decepticons doesn't really matter it has like until the very like end of the episode it has no bearing on anything that's going on exactly so to get to the the main plot of it um they use all of their like energon their fuel um sorry on the arc yeah uh prime and uh bumblebee and the rest and they do get to the uh the the, the sky bridge the space bridge yeah space bridge and they figure um, out they're basically basically giant mass effect relay stargates Right, <laughs> they're basically super gates uh, from. Or, uh, sorry, super gates. Yeah, yeah from uh, Stargate SG One. Yeah, uh, but uh, this one's weird. Uh, the space station. Yeah, the space so the, station's not. So they figure out that the reason why the uh, space bridge is still active is because the uh, space station that was uh, orbiting that was orbiting it has passed part of the way through it, and they're like, "Oh fuck, what are we gonna do? Because we we can't take the arc through it." Well, it's. Uh, well, the, the the space station is blocking the way, and not only that, they can't put in new coordinates into it because the failsafe makes it so that it doesn't close when um, there's matter passing through it. Right, and it's just stationary; it's just sitting there. 
they also don't they also don't want it to close either because they don't if it the space bridge closes they don't know if they're going to be able to to turn it back on again it's it's one of those things where it takes a lot of juice to to fire it up and off on and off yeah it's like they they used up the uh, the z all of the the remaining power in the zpm to to power to dial the uh nine gate or the eight gate address there you go <laughs> for that yeah. one stargate fan listening <laughs> to this <laughs> um we've been uh, covering well, stargate a lot on our yeah. other podcast yeah listeners i'm a big fan of the stargate franchise and on our podcast the laser comb podcast we did uh we reviewed a couple random episodes of sg1 and stargate atlantis maybe we'll do stargate universe too who knows universe but yeah um i i like the scope of this it it's so big and daunting and indeed the space bridge kind of is built out of um this kind of like rocky asteroid right chunks like attached to it and i i like that kind of like organic kind of construction um like when uh space stations are built into and out of asteroids and a lot of it is rocky but then you see metal parts like coming out and i I love that kind of look in the halo tv show there's a um uh uh space colony that's uh, a built into an asteroid and like a, all, a bunch of the asteroids are, to like, watch like, that. Are, are linked together through like these um the, linked together through these chains that uh these like little like transport ships can can ride oh that's cool it's cool so yeah. they've got like long columns attached to these yeah so the autobots are figuring out like what they're going to do about the, the space bridge about the station being stuck in the space bridge because it's only stuck like part way which is as i mentioned is what's keeping the the uh uh the the gate active the bridge and the gate (laughs) for all intents and um purposes uh the the portal that it's kind of going through um it doesn't hinder communications or um so like any any light or sound waves are presumably can can go through as well as matter because they're able to radio each other much like in stargate um you can to radio in the stargate franchise you can just open a gate and like talk to each other like over yeah and 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 i like that it makes sense right like radio waves can pass through it as if it weren't even there it doesn't distort any light or radio waves or or anything like that too so it's they're able yeah. to communicate, and I think they come up I'm, with the plan. I'm not sure actual wormholes would function like that, but uh, for the purposes of sci-fi, that's... Maybe that's... not natural wormholes, but um, secured, like, gates, Our at least artific- in this verse do. Our artificially created wormholes, yeah. Yeah. And uh, what's what's their plan here? Uh, raid the Energon. Yep. Blow this piece of shit and up and into <laughs> because uh, uh teletran one the uh the uh, arcs computer tells optimus prime that there are trace amounts of energon trace amounts station. of energon uh no life detected yeah um so, so they go over there inhabited so yeah. they so they go over there and they're like well what the hell are we going to do we can't blow this thing up because uh because if we blow it up we risk blowing up the the space bridge in the process right like shit what are we gonna do and we can't uh the the ship can't or the station can't be moved so it's kind of just stuck there and so wheeljack comes up with the idea he's like of course an implosion and here's something that i i found kind of weird he's like so he's like an implosion we we create an implosion effect to like break the station in half and he's like think of it like this and then all he he as if he's going to give an analogy, but he doesn't give an analogy. He just says what he what they're going to do. Where is this? I I remember something dumb like that, but it's been a a while since I watched. Uh, uh it, it's it's when they're uh, standing when, they're ex- when they just land go there they and just they're talking go there. inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm there now. Yeah, so Wheeljack it says something along the lines of like, think of it like this: we create a controlled expl- uh, implosion to sever the the station in half but my my point is my point is is he's like think of it like this as if he's about to give some kind of analogy but all he does is just reiterate what he said previously and i'm like that's some that's some odd writing 
right there. Yeah, because he's like, think of it like this. We're performing precision surgery on this space station. A controlled implosion that will sever it in two. And it's like, oh, yes, you know, um, surgery, a much less complicated concept to make and, the analogy to than, than uh, demolitions. Right. Right. <laughs> Oh, thanks for putting it in layman terms for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, you know, like I, I couldn't under, I couldn't understand what an implosion was, but like, you know, a brain surgery. Thanks, Doc. I, yeah, right. <laughs> I'm glad I went back and found what you're talking about. It was even worse than I remembered. It was even worse than I was explaining it. And the, oh, think of it like surgery. You lost me. <laughs> I, uh, like what one in like five million people are surgeons less maybe more think, I think of it like this it's just like advanced genetic uh manipulation my microbial manipulation think of it like this it's a lot like uh newtonian physics <laughs> oh there we go think of it like this it's like mendelian genetics <laughs> You know, you got the green, you got the pea pods, and you rub them together, and you get the genetic traits. Eh, anybody? <laughs> Think of it like this. You know when you drink a, a pop can, and you, and it's empty, and you, you squish it? See, why didn't he say something like that? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Give it to me in English. <laughs> Think of it like this. You know when you like, like... Give it to me in English, he starts speaking Klingon. Kardak und got space bridge. <laughs> oh, okay, I get it. She duck. She duck. Oh, Tana. Oh, of course. Why did he say so? This is a Star Trek. Uh, this is a fake Klingon uh, podcast now. Yeah, because Klingon is an actual language. Do I know it? Hell no. Am I Will going to ever... learn it? Hell no. Why on earth would I make my second language a language that I can't use, except when talking to other ultra nerds at conventions? Not going to happen. I'm learning Spanish first. Who you absolutely do not want to talk to for any <laughs> reason. I learned Klingon so that I could get all the Star Trek ladies. <laughs> That's right. All six of them. All six of them that are probably already married. <laughs> To dudes that don't speak Klingon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there's actually, there's a, a Instagram model. Uh, what I can't remember what her name is, but um, she does like a lot of like latex stuff, uh, but she does a lot of um, Star Trek cosplay. Okay. Yeah. Um, you had me at latex. <laughs> yeah, so she makes... Uh, uh, not not just latex, but she does a lot of Star Trek cosplay and, and uh, like other like latex stuff. Um, and she's cosplayed several characters from Next Generation. She does a really good uh, Deanna Troy. Oh, that's why that popped up in your in your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I might, I'll, I'll, I might follow them already, but can't can't come come up with a name at the moment here. Uh, if I if I next time she comes up in my feed, I'll send you a link to her. Um, there is um, like a, a a tribute band that dresses up like um, like Transformers. Oh I yeah, want yeah. Them to be better because their costumes are so good. Their costumes are good. Uh, so good. <laughs> I I know I've listened to them before. Um, I can't. I can't recall their music whatsoever the cover which in my, songs are okay which in my opinion is actually kind of worse than them just being bad because <laughs> <laughs> if they were bad then at least like you know then at least it, it would stick out in my head the fact that i can't remember their music at whatsoever listen um, to them a little bit yeah i think ranger anyway. 64 linked linked them recently too uh, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, their their outfits are really good. And anyway, seeing them all lined up here with like RC and um any others here, I was like, oh yeah. Cause I think like the, the lead singer does RC costume. Oh yeah, yeah. 
but yeah they're like and then anyways primal primal prime says battle uh, dave ba- battle david says um hey bumblebee and i will go to the other side you guys take like everyone else and i'm like it's like 11 people okay whatever and he's like if we're not back in 20 cycles you blow the space bridge and i'm like why is there a time limit right prime like shouldn't they come so, over and get you like what well, aren't they going to the other side just to make sure that there isn't any life yeah. on the other side so they don't end up inadvertently like killing someone so yeah. imagine they go back there they get held up and they're like oh shit well it's been 20 minutes he said press the button okay and then they end up killing like a thousand people like let's say there was a civilization on the other side and they got arrested yeah yeah and like you said they blow it up then this huge gigantic chunk because like surprise surprise the other end of this uh the space bridge is in the atmosphere of a planet yeah so if there was a city beneath it like there was on cybertron you just like (laughs) kill thousands of people yeah yeah good point yeah it's it's weird (laughs) but also like why like why not just radio them or go over and be like hey what's going on right like what's the time frame here they don't know that they're being pursued at this point yeah because uh spoilers for the end of the episode uh uh, megatron and uh the nemesis crew are uh tracking them yeah so it's kind of just that needless trope where it's like damn it if i'm not back in 10 minutes leave without me yeah but like for no reason and uh, we're catching that a lot on the war for cybertron so far a lot of tropes that like are there just because yeah yeah that's yeah. um there's some good writing in this show there's also some not so good writing <laughs> yeah, I, so I find i think what this show does well is character yes some of the dialogue some of the dialogue is snappy and fun too but uh uh, the the writers of the show are not great at plotting. Every yeah. episode has numerous plot holes in it, is what I'm saying. Just, and they're tiny enough that I usually don't care. Yeah. So yeah, the um, this is, is a show that doesn't pass the refrigerator test. Now, if anyone is wondering what the refrigerator test is, the refrigerator test is supposed to be when you watch a movie or TV show and it's fine while you're watching it, but when you get up and go to the refrigerator to afterward to like go get a snack or go get a drink or something, and you start thinking about what you've just watched, and then you start to be like, hey, wait a minute, this doesn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, so that's the refrigerator test. This show is like very, is, does not pass the refrigerator test, like even in the slightest. No, and um, a good example of that is uh, Too Much Energy on itself. While I'm watching these, I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. And then as we're reviewing it, I'm like, hold on. <laughs> or one of us will bring something up and the other will go, wait, yeah, that's dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so yeah, uh, there you go, folks, the refrigerator test. There's a new uh, term. If you hadn't heard it before, there's a new term for your uh, film snob repertoire. Uh-huh. So yeah, what's uh, so Bumblebee and uh, indubitably, indeed. Oh, there's actually kind of a beautiful planet on the other side of the space bridge. Yeah, at first like, I thought, my it God, was, this is great. I think it's I think it's Earth. What? Because if you, no, I think it is because if you recall, like uh, to, to jump ahead in the show. Uh, they do end up going through the space bridge and when they emerge on the other side they end up crashing they end up like crashing into orbit on this planet and it turns out to be earth oh because we at the very end of earthrise again spoilers uh we meet dinobot and we know that uh, this is like ancient earth yeah this is ancient earth Uh, okay yeah well it's got mysterious structures the atmosphere is pink and there's two moons, so yeah. the, uh, the the planet buster hasn't uh, been uh, exploded yeah, good, yet. Good point. Yeah, I never thought about that. I always thought they went somewhere else, but yeah, I guess they just got a glimpse of uh, of Earth. Then why is the why is the space bridge there? I don't know. Hmm. I'm sure we'll find out. 
All these answers and more. All of these uh, questions and more will not be answered in a future episode of Too Much Energon. Mark my words. Mark our words, damn it. Uh, so what do we got here? Uh, for some reason, instead of making the explosives uh, remote, like having a remote detonator, uh, they're all timed and synchronized. And I'm like, that's asking for trouble. Right. And why, though? Why? Like you guys are advanced, like robotic, like life forms. <laughs> Why put them on a timer? Um, and another example, even if um, Prime and Bumblebee were like running late or whatever, they're on a timer, and it's just yeah. like, oh geez, what are you gonna do? That, come on, you guys have space bridges, but you don't have a remote detonator. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So some mysterious creature we see in the we see in the shadows is like kind of stalking them and um anyway to to kind of move forward uh RC uh red alert I believe is there or is it uh sunstreak or not sunstreaker um sideways I don't know anyway something like that anyways there's like some deep rumbling so <sighs> RC barrage and uh, a couple of other Autobots uh, and uh, a whole bunch of nameless redecos of Cog, uh, and there's like a poetic big, big chamber in this big chamber, and they hear like sounds, spooky sounds, and then eventually, kind of like cryptic, almost poetic, like Doomseer speech, like oh, deceivers, destroyers, breaking the chain. Liars. Murderers. And um our boy uh... and bastards. <laughs> and uh oh, folks, I was just singing the beginning of uh Thieves by Ministry. <laughs> I only <laughs> just... caught it when you started. Guess what? That's gonna be the song at the end of this episode. Right. And um yeah, our, our boy Sco Scorponok, uh the last of the oh, Scorponoks. On, on the subject of uh, of ministry, real quick, uh, I bought, I actually yesterday, for the first time in years, bought a CD. And uh, the CD, I, I went to a local uh, used uh, record store uh, because the CD player in my car doesn't like burn CDs for some reason, but it does play legit CDs. Oh, dare. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? What it, what is this? Nineteen ninety five? How's that even weird? I know because I was like, I, I I was like, how how does this not play? This this car is from two thousand four. I remember playing burn CDs on like fucking like dollar store uh like portable CD players in like nineteen ninety nine. Like weird weird. But anyway, so the CD I ended up finding uh, the only I went to the metal section at uh, this local record store that I've been frequenting for like 20 years now. Well, I had been. But prior to moving to Victoria, but now I'm back, back my, baby, but now I'm back in my hometown. So I, I, I went to to this record store. Anyway, the only CD I could find was uh, uh, Psalm 69 by Ministry. So I'm like, oh, hey, could cool. we get? And so, uh, so, uh, so I'm bombing around, gonna be bombing around later today in Cliff Jumper, uh, listening to Ministry, because yeah. uh, we only listen to Industrial on Cybertron, folks. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that would make sense. It would, yeah. It actually, kind of would. They they listen sometimes at the club. They play like retro wave. <laughs> Yeah, but otherwise like heavy retro wave. But otherwise, wave. it's just like Ministry, Rammstein, Skinny Puppy, <laughs> KMFDM, Fear Factory, Fear Factory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, all the whole, time, uh, all the time, all day, every we'll, day. We'll try to think of Transformer names for those <laughs> bands. <laughs> uh, but yeah, our boy Scorponok is here, bobbing his head <laughs> to Ministry, and he's all like. <laughs> He comes out and he's like, oh, oh, it seems like Megatron is angry. <laughs> uh, so this is not our uh, our our boy and loyal uh, Predacon Scorponok. This no, is he's one of many uh, big boys. This is the uh, the 
this universe's version of the original uh, Headmaster uh, Scorponok toy from the early 90s, from Transformers Generation 2, I think. Yeah, and he's fighting them, and um, he mentions that he's the last of the Scorponoks. So these were a workhorse for Quintessons or something? I guess, yeah. The, the, The implication is that they were enslaved or something and like yeah. something happened and killed all of the other Scorponox. And so now there's just this Scorponox. And I kept wondering how this ties in with the planet and how he got here. Uh, do you, you, do you think the show is going to explain his origin at all? No. no, no, it's not. I get some rampage vibes from this dude. The way he like yells and he's like the pain. The fear you burn in the inferno. <laughs> oh, sorry. The no, dark. you're not talking about inferno. You're talking about rampage. Rampage. Yeah, yeah. The, the serial killer from Beast Wars. <laughs> the darkness of its spark. I can only come to suffering. <laughs> I feed on your fear. Yes, man. What a what a treat. What a treasure. <laughs> even uh, um, even the voice performance he's giving like reminds me of uh rampage from beast wars yeah it's it can i can see that now now that i'm listening to it and yeah what does he want i don't know the guy's a little bit like crazy uh he just wants to kill and maim yeah uh, and indeed he is nigh indestructible and indeed uh, until... he kills and maims every single nameless cog redeco in oh yeah scene. <laughs> All sorts of ways. He stabs him with his tail right right through their chest. Rips uh, one in half. Rips one in half with his uh, scorpion claws. Hurls one across. I had already said it. It's, it's, it's a good action scene, but at this point, we're just kids playing with toys now. We can't get, give you a description. <laughs> Quite literally, yeah. That's that's what's going on here. It's just... kids playing with toys and going... And like taking parts off of their Transformers. And then, um, and then uh, Omega Supreme, our favorite uh, Taco Bell dish, shows up seemingly out of nowhere to, to fight Scorponok. But wouldn't you know it, it's just a uh, hologram projected by Mirage. Just to distract Mirage it. has... I think he's got some MVP moments in yeah. in the in in the the uh, G one show as well as on this show. Yeah, watching these shows is actually making me because, um, uh, as anyone who listens to the show knows, I've been collecting War for Cybertron uh, toys for the past like couple of years now. Uh, but I started collecting after the Siege line was pretty much done, so. I don't have like characters like this. Yeah. Excuse me. I don't have characters like Impactor or Mirage or Ratchet or Cog or yada, yada, yada. But anyway, so watching uh, this show is making me want all these toys now. (laughs) So what you're saying is the show is working as intended. Show is working exactly as intended <laughs> to sell toys to kids. <laughs> In this case, a thirty-seven <laughs> to sell toys to kids. In this case, hey, a thirty-seven-year-old child. Hey, I, I said, uh, I, I would bet that most of the purchases um, of Transformers, like post post two thousand are for adults are adults oh, they, they totally are like even um uh, well one like the 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 engineering on some of them is just absolutely insane it's like no five-year-old is going to figure out how to transform these fucking things i remember you telling me you had to look up the instructions for ultra magnus <laughs> yeah <I'm> like, <laughs> you're like what the hell <laughs> no child is going to be able to figure out how to transform these goddamn things also like the leader class figures are like 80 bucks canadian now like, no one's buying that for Man, their kid. maybe this is just poor kid talk, but, like, my mom ain't buying me an 80 fucking dollar Transformer when I was a kid. No. No, it's, like, a bunch of... Th- it's it's the, um... Like, the, uh... The, I, I'm getting the brand like, from Dollar Store that used I, to... I, I'm... No, it's like, yeah, no, uh, we're, we're getting uh, Dollar Store G.I. Joes. The core, they were called. <laughs> yeah. 
I had um, those so little um those little soldiers um with like the shitty little parachutes that you get from dollar stores. Oh yeah, yeah. And the styrofoam planes that you pop out and like put together the gliders. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are those are the kind of toys that we're getting. We're not getting yeah. 80 fucking dollar transformers. <laughs> okay, rich kid. <laughs> no, I think I I I and like the fact that these things like in store, like as soon as you see them in stores, they get snatched up right away. It's like it's collectors buying these. It's not parents. Oh, w- within the same day. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's nuts. It's people. It's collectors. It's adults that they walk by a mall on their way back from work, or they just go for a walk. And every day they peek their head in to EB Games or Toys R Us or wherever, and they go. <gasps> And it's probably not one guy buying one thing. No, it's probably it's a, a dude it's like, like it's like an old cowork, like this old coworker of mine who would go into stores and be like, be like, oh, there's a Kingdom Megatron. I'm buying fucking seven of them. There's seven of them on the shelf. I'm buying fucking seven of them, and I'm gonna hold on to them. And for they five. only got seven. And I'm gonna hold on to the. I'm gonna leave them in the box and hold on to them for seven. Not years. because I like them, because I know those fucking nerds will pay a lot for them in five years. Yeah, exactly. Hundred percent. That guy, by the way. Yeah. If you're yeah. that guy, it's <laughs> one thing if you're buying them and you know the collectors, but you're keeping one and you're like a fan or whatever. Or in uh, Siege's case, he's bought multiple of something because uh, and given me one. Yeah, exactly. Because there's only like two or three, and if I go back there or uh, he uh, comes back, they're gonna be gone. Yeah. But the guys that there's only seven. And you buy all seven, and you don't even like Transformers. I gotta say, there's a there's a special special layer of hell <laughs> just for you, where everything that you want, you relive your life, but everything that you want is sold out, and you get nothing that you want for your birthday as a kid, nothing. <laughs> and you relive all... your whole life, never getting what you want. Uh, the and the the only transformer that is ever on the shelf is like the um uh is reflector <laughs> no <laughs> i just trying to think of like a the the transformers thrilling 30 uh tankor figure it's it's just like that's the only transformer that's ever on the shelf anytime you go into this store and you can't anytime you try and walk out of the store too you just end up back in the store oh is that the hell that's the hell, yeah. But is it like um, uh, ten second spoilers for uh, the good place? Is it like the good place, and it's like his memories reset? Uh no, no. Oh just, no! So he knows. You just know that it's happening. So you're stuck there. <laughs> and the only aisle that you can go to in this store is the one that has all of these tankors in it. Also, like you run out leave go down another aisle and you just like kind of end up in the same aisle somehow yeah yeah this is like extra dimensional like fuckery this is actually kind of a neat idea that i'm that i'm crafting yeah it was like this is some like uh twilight zone <laughs> and maybe maybe after eight years you see a different toy like years decades it's timeless it's forever you see another toy and when you run to the end of the hall a kid is there and he grabs it and he looks at you and he smiles and he runs out of the <laughs> the or, or uh amidst all these tankors, you find like one like different figure and you're like, finally, it's been fifty years of this hell. Finally. And you grab it and you walk to the checkout and you put it on the counter and it just it, it's tankor. <laughs> or or you buy it, you, the the um cashier puts it in a bag and he's like enjoy your tankor <laughs> and you're like you you mean like you mean this like exclusive rhinox figure and the cashier goes <laughs> yes <laughs> enjoy gary and you and you and you look at um and all of a sudden the cashier's megatron and you you look at it and it's just Tankor, and you go Megatron, <laughs> and then it's another fifty years, and you make that sound that Gary makes whenever he's been shot or something. That like, oh, <laughs> oh. 
I went a little arny there for a second, but you know, you know what I'm saying. Anyway, yeah. so there's this uh, uh, big battle that goes on against uh, Scorponok again. It, they get away. It, it, they can't yeah. beat him. It's cool, but again, we're just describing character like figurines. Prime, Prime shows up, beats the fuck out of him. Oh, with uh, an axe, yeah. With an axe, yeah. Knocks him into this like chasm, and they're like, "Whew! Finally, glad that's over." And then, nobody can live through that. And then, uh, and then, uh, Scorponok yells out, "Thieves! Thieves and liars!" And then comes. <coughs> Yeah, he comes out and he's like, you were close, though. <laughs> oh, excuse you. Oh, God. Sorry about that. That was... That's all right. Uh, yeah. It's <laughs> but yeah, Scorponok, like climbs back out and he's all like, wow, you were close, though. And... <laughs> Guard! He got away! It was Guard. close, though. <laughs> they got away. It was close, though. Um, <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Very classic dumb Scorponok line. Yeah, one of one of our favorites that just stuck out. Yeah. And, um, he's like, well, off I go, back to my lab. And he scuttles away. They all lock, they're behind like locked doors and they all dramatically run away. They they dramatically run away and that's basically it. Uh, on the Nemesis, Megatron and uh, the gang lock onto their signal and they're like, Oh, pro the the arc is near a space bridge, which must mean they know where the Allspark is, or something like that. And uh, that Logically that's the, makes sense. Yeah, uh, and that's the end of the episode. Seems legit. Yeah. And uh, before that, they had left, they shockwave the trustworthy Decepticon. Oh, right. Um, right announces to the entire planet, "Hey, we're housing all Decepticons. We're gonna give you energon." Come on by. We've got an escape arc. Oh, uh, we got warm blankets. Um, uh, free Soundwave TV. made muffins. Free TV. Free Every TV. Free coffee. Yeah, free coffee. Free coffee. <laughs> and um, the Decepticons that are with the Autobots are like, those motherfuckers. Because they it, know that they're just like gathering the last few Decepticons out and about to, to, to harvest them. them. Um. And since the Nemesis has already left, uh, this is kind of Shockwave acting on his own. Right, yeah. Shockwave is like, Megatron has ordered all Decepticons to come to back to Madison Square Garden, and we'll be where you'll be taken care of. And uh, Elita 1 and Scrapface are like, yeah, he's luring all the Decepticons back to, to be harvested. Uh, this ain't right. And so they decide that they're going to go and blow up Madison Square Garden. This is what oh, I meant wait. earlier. We're literally nothing. Uh, the the B plot, all the stuff. Yeah, going that's on. why I brought it up. Elita <laughs> this is the part that matters. Literally nothing beyond this uh, in all the bullshit that's going on with them uh, has any bearing whatsoever. But this this is actually like kind of an important plot point. Because they're like, you know what? Fuck this guy. There's yeah. like, what? Less than a hundred? Who even knows? Less than a hundred? Yeah. Transformers left on the planet? Maybe um, there's still... Uh, who is the Soundwave redeco? Um, uh, Sound Blaster? Sound Blaster, yeah. Uh, maybe him and his forces are like, fuck that guy. And there's little pockets of right. independent uh, hideaways here and there. But like... Oof, this is an almost extinct planet, folks. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's the end, end of the episode. And with that in mind, here on Too Much Energon, we rate episodes on the Too Much Energon scale, which ranges from not enough Energon to a sufficient amount of Energon to Too Much Energon. It's basically bad, okay, good. Uh, Cal, what are you rating this episode? This episode gets a sufficient amount of Energon from me. I liked Scorponok. But it, I don't need answers for everything, folks. But like, they don't really talk about the planet. They don't um, theorize why the space bridge is in it. They're just like, and all of this stuff is really cool. I, I love the space bridge. I love the gigantic um, space station that's like stuck in it. Um, but it's there just because it's cool. And it doesn't move the plot. And it doesn't give me answers. <laughs> Something we say uh, a lot about the the War for Cybertron episodes I'm noticing is that nothing really happens, which indeed very little actually occurs. 
Very That's little it, occurs. Yes, it's especially apparent with all the stuff with Elita One and uh, Scrapface and Jetfire on Cybertron. It's good as character I'm, development, like we as, said, but it's not worth talking about. <laughs> yeah, it, it, that as I mentioned, like all the stuff that they go through in this episode has no bearing on the plot whatsoever. No, has no bearing on anything. Very little actually occurs on beyond like a battle against this like big like hulking headmaster figure and that's what gives it a sufficient amount of energon for me if it wasn't for the scorponok battle i'd be like oh this is boring uh yeah i'm with you uh same thing giving it a sufficient amount of energon for the same reasons yeah it just needed more answers like uh were they housed on that planet the the, the scorponok the this like race made as laborers or slaves uh why are they all gone uh, who destroyed them? Why is he here? Uh, did Scorponok kill all the inhabitants on the space station? But it's he seems kind of nuts. So, yeah. But I guess did did he put this in the? Did he put the space station in the space bridge? Mm. Who knows? We'll never find out. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, anyway, that was episode ninety-one of Too Much Energon. Best way to support the show is to go to Patreon.com/lasercomb. L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. There is a single five-dollar tier now called the Gary tier, which gets you bonus preamble audio, uh, commentary tracks, our news and current events program, Lasercomb Tonight, and the ability to pick a show for us to review a random episode of on our this show's sister podcast the Lasercomb podcast. So if you want to get in on that, go to patreon.com slash lasercomb. Uh, follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash lasercomb, spelled the same way, or you can follow the show on Twitter at too much energon, or you could follow me at guess what? Lasercomb. Cal, where can <laughs> they find you? You can find me on Twitter at NeoCal, N-E-O underscore K-A-L. Uh, as I mentioned earlier in the episode, uh, we are taking next week off of Too Much Energon because I'm going camping. Yeah, I'm going camping. Um, it's also a birthday coming up for uh, my partner, so it all all works out. Yeah, um, all, we we all needed to uh, to to take we both needed to take the day off for uh, different reasons, but it kind of just uh, happened to work out. Yeah, it works. Uh, one quick shout out. I'll give more information on my uh, socials. Uh, later, um, on the 19th, 20th, and 21st, uh, I'm joining Dork Tales on Twitch oh, uh, to um, do some extra life oh, uh, cool. fundraising. Yeah, and it's uh, tabletop stuff. Yeah, so it's going to be some uh, role playing games Neat. on those days. Yeah, and I'll uh, provide more information uh, a little bit later about that. So that'll be that'll be fun. Raise some money. Big fan right. of Children's Miracle Network and. Uh, um and uh well and any charities for for that matter but uh it's a, it's all for a good cause so stay yeah. tuned so go and uh check that out folks uh dork tales on twitch and uh i guess with that um uh as i mentioned we'll be back in two weeks with episode 92 of too much energon where we will be talking about war for cybertron earthrise chapter four and until then i've been the siege one of your hosts and I'm your other host, NeoCal. And until next time, Thaves! Thaves and Liars! Megatron will reward us if I get the Autobots! Hypocrites and bastards! They got away, but it was close, though. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>